0: Industry now for 25 years. And I'm the creator and owner of Evolve Strong as well. And I have been um, an integral part of the corporate wellness side for large organizations throughout the state of New Mexico. Um, My story actually began in about, well, when I was in middle school, I was uh, born and raised in a very uh, financially poor, but love rich situation. And my mother uh, wanting to uh, understand, uh, wanting to help me get out of that situation, sent me to a higher class um, middle school. And I was still being, um, we still went to Payless shoe store. And it was those old plastic uh, uh, shoes that, that I was getting. And in gym class, uh, some of the kids uh, would pick on me because my feet stunk because we couldn't afford anything other than that So I started getting into fights, and I used to fight, fight really, really hard. Um, And my mom told me that um, if you're gonna fight, you're gonna fight for real. So she put me into the martial arts academy. And that was my first experience where the use of group and support and athleticism really started to get me onto the straight and narrow. And it kept me on a really good path all the way through about my freshman year of college. And then my dad had a heart attack, and I had become a national champion uh, in the fighting arts. It was pre-UFC. Um, my base style was San Xiao and I lived in Beijing, and I did all kinds of cool stuff. And then my dad had a heart attack, and he ran a rickety old dump truck uh, and, and, and about three men in a contractor, uh, as a contractor. And when he had a heart attack, that was his only means of income. So what I did is I went and I helped him. And so for about eight years, I grew that organization from about three men to about 500 men. I transferred into the Anderson Schools of Management from Johnson, from the AT school. And then I ended up getting my uh, MBA from Harvard eventually. I'm an alumni of the Graduate School of Business. But through those eight years, I lost touch with movement and community, and I lost myself. And in 2008, during the housing crisis, I found myself homeless, you know, a Harvard alumni, homeless, living at the end of a bottle, and I, I woke up one morning sober, and I remember vividly having $5 in my pocket, and I was living out of my truck, and I could either put gas, yes, buy another bottle, or buy, you know, a McDonald's or a hamburger or some kind of food, and lo and behold, um, I went and I got a job that day cleaning toilets at a local gym. It was sports and wellness, and that was once again where I found community and movement, and 16 years later, you know, here I am, and I've dedicated my entire life and my mission in life to in helping inspire, creating experiences through physical fitness that inspire individuals to improve themselves mentally, physically, and emotionally. So this is who your speaker is. This is who I'm talking. Uh, this is who I am. This is, this is me. This is CJ. So I speak from the heart, and I'm, I'm speaking from real-world experience, all right? So welcome, again, to those of you joining me. Thank you, guys. This is going to be quick. It's going to be clear cut. I'm going to tell some good stories and tell some science behind it. So please feel free to ask any questions along the way. Ms. Miranda, our moderator, will be monitoring those. And then we go from there. All right. And we'll have some some time at the end as well. All right. So let's go and get started here. Oops. I'll go ahead and share screen first.
1: All right. Let me
0: move this little guy right here. All right, team. So the entire topic today is the link that is present with, between movement and social connection. Um, so let's, first off, let's talk about the first thing that comes to mind whenever I talk about social connection. I wanna talk about the magic of a smile. And the cool part about this science is You can either be the receiver of a smile, or you could be the giver of the smile, and the benefits of smiling are all the same. So when you're actually sitting here right now and you're listening to this, try to smile a little bit more. It'll actually make things a little bit better, I promise. And it'll make make the experience a little bit better with me too. So a really cool scientific fact that when you guys smile, when we smile as individuals, our brain releases these little molecules that are called neuropeptides, and it literally is a stress reliever. So when you're sitting there and you're highly stressed, and actually it could be a stress response too. So if you're going through stressful times and somebody's smiling, it could have the opposite effect. But if you're actually sitting down and having a good time and you're talking to people, the gift of a smile could be amazing. Also, team, there are things called neurotransmitters such as dopamine and serotonin. Dopamine is like the love drug, right? And serotonin is the feel-good drug. That is, it's an endorphin that is released within the system that'll just help you make you feel better. Also guys, actually endorphins are also mild pain reliever, um, and it can actually help as an antidepressant. So seriously, smiling physically can help you mentally as well. So that's the power of a smile. And one of the best ways to get the gift of a smile is to put yourself in a situation such as a group in order to get smiles given to you and your ability to give smiles as well. Now, let's talk a little bit about the basics of what movement. And when I talk about movement today, what is it and what does this mean? And to really get the best benefits, what this really means is just we have what we call just a base, meta, base heart rate, right? And this is a resting heart rate. And so when we're sitting here and we're basically not doing much that's our base heart rate. So what I when I talk about movement, this could be any activity that increases your heart rate at least 20 to 30% of your normal heart rate. So again, getting up going to the refrigerator coming back or getting up and going to the restroom or getting up and just small little that's really not what I'm talking about movement. Now that helps. That helps, especially with loosening of muscles. But really what I'm looking for is a sustained period about 20 to 30% above normal heart rate or about your, your resting heart rate. And this could include walking, jogging, yoga. And one thing about movement team, it's different and it's for everybody. So someone may really like the idea of going and getting on a treadmill for 20, 30 minutes. Myself, I couldn't do that. But some people may like the yoga. Some people may like, you know, a boxing class. Or some of you may like just going out for a walk outside, okay? So the best benefit and the science behind movement, though, to get the best benefits you have to move for a sustained period of no less than about 15 to 20 minutes to really get the endorphin release, to get the uptick of cortisol, to get the benefits that we're talking about real movement here, okay? So that is the basic science behind movement. But the biggest deal is 20 to 30% above your basic heart rate. And if you need to learn how to do that, you could YouTube it, you could ask me how to do that. Um, Or, and also two guys, that you have to do it for a sustained period of about 15 to 20 minutes. And it doesn't have to be something um, that, it, it's just something that you could do consistently over time that you really like, all right? Now let's talk about basic social connection. This could be as very basic as going to Whole Foods for lunch and you know the cashier. And that cashier, uh, when you check out, gives you a big old smile and asks how your day is. In that middle time, right there, in that little bit of time, that is a social connection. But what I'm really talking about today are those individuals that are more important to you, meaning that they have different levers in life. They could be your mother, your father. They could be family. Most importantly, it's the coworkers around you that you have to work as a team with. That really is where we're trying to get to today. But it could be very similar to any acquaintance that comes in, it could be the mailman, it could be all different kinds of things. But what this is, is how do we socialize and how do we connect as other human beings with each other? And the entire idea today is how do we improve those connections, healthily so that at the end, we all achieve similar goals together. And it's a win-win situation, right? So let's talk a little bit about how... What, what is today's topic? It's about marrying movement and human connection and how it is important to you. And actually, even from, I'm coming from a fitness realm, okay? But this could be very similar to any kind of goal attainment that you wish to have within your own organizations, within religious institutions, within your family unit, within you know the Girl Scouts, the Boy Scouts, whatever organizations or units that you have you know, maybe take some of these ideas. Maybe these may ignite some ideas for you to improve that particular group, especially during stressful times. We lost a lot of these social connections or the ability to connect during the COVID. And this is one of the main reasons why we're discussing this is so that we can bring some of this back and 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 educate you guys on how this is important, right? And I'm want to go through a little bit of the science behind this, a little bit of, of stories. so let's let's get moving. So Let's talk about this first. One of the first benefits is an increased commitment to a unified purpose. And it increases the likelihood of either achieving the goal or at least finishing the task at hand. Now, again, I'm coming from the fitness realm and the studies have proven that 95% of individuals who start a weight loss program or journey with a friend or with a group of friends are likely to finish the program. Now I didn't say successfully, but I did say that they'll actually at least finish the program itself. Whereas only 76%, almost a 20% uh, deviation for those who started programs by themselves do not finish. Now think about this within your own organization, right? If you're going things alone and doing things alone and you feel not supported or you feel not part of the group, do you really think you're going to be giving it at all your all? But if you feel supported from top down, bottom up, or as a group and others are depending on you to show up and perform, that is the difference between the group, right? Now, also guys, a really cool aspect about this is 42% of the friends actually sustained the results. Now, um, this again, like I told you, this could be deliverables within your own organization as well. Now, the big caveat was this was this was a weight loss program. So this was a movement program. This wasn't just a meeting where we're sitting down and talking to each other, right? This was marrying real movement. People had to come in and sweat. They had a sustained heart rate increase of over 20% for no less than 15 minutes, more than likely it was about an hour. So they married movement with a goal achievement. And these are the results. Now, the next one, this actually helps you with an increased competitive advantage. Now, listen, it could have the opposite effect as well. So when you're creating these, these groups, say, for example, and this is within your jurisdiction, guys, start a group. You guys take the lead. Think about doing a walk after lunch period, maybe from 1230 to one o'clock, right? So, and, and you just put these people together here. Now, think about an individual That you're going to be walking with. Now, what you're going to do, the individual that is a little bit faster is going to try and pull you a little harder. The person that's a little slower is going to be coming up to try and match the pace of that person that's a little slower, and vice versa, to where the new medium is somewhere in the middle, right? That is actually helping the person come up from the bottom here and helping the other individual push as well. This is the kind of competitive advantage that I'm trying to talk about. But also, guys, when you see others, that are doing something that you are not capable of you are going to begin to try to get to that next level and that is a beautiful aspect so one of the prime examples that i use is an individual that comes in say the group medium for doing sit-ups in a group fitness class for one minute say the group medium is about 20 20 per minute 20 full sit-ups per minute um and then the new person coming in maybe can't even do one, or maybe even do five. Eventually, that new person will eventually get to that medium because that person sees everybody else doing it together. And it's the marrying of movement. So that is that competitive advantage of somebody new coming in, coming up here. Also, guys, research has proven that an individual in a group setting will put in about 200% more effort. That is 200% more effort than they would on their own. A prime example. We started a program um, about 15 years ago, um, actually, when I was at Sports and Wellness. Um, and it, I started a program where we brought a whole bunch of individuals together. Um, and it was a large organization that we worked with. And the entire goal was to improve shoulder, back, and knee injuries because these individuals were picking up individuals uh, out in the field that were, you know, 200 to 300 pounds. And there was a lot of workers' comp claims going on. And at the time, one of the individuals by the name of Julia was just a basic frontline employee. They weren't, even, they weren't even wanting to go into leadership, right? And this individual actually was just a frontline, but we came together as a group. And there was about 300 individuals. It wasn't 300 in a room, it was you know, 20, 30 at a time. But what was really cool is Julia was beginning to work out with the leader of her organization. And when they sweat together, everybody was even. Everybody was even. But Julia saw the work and the effort. And then they started to team up. And 15 years later, she has moved up in the rank. And we continue to provide these wellness services for this group. And Julia has stayed very strong in the fitness groups of her organization. And lo and behold, today, She is now the executive in charge of the entire thing. And way back then, 15 years ago, she didn't even want to do this. But what was cool about this group atmosphere, she she ignited a competitive spirit within her that kept her and said, I can do this. I can do this because I see others here. See, when we do it alone and we're just by ourselves, we don't have that spirit. We 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 don't see others' capabilities. But when we come together and we marry movement and we get these good endorphins and we're equal and we're sweating together, we're cursing together, we're crying together, and you see other people that they're just normal too, but they worked their way up. That's the beauty of the movement and connection here. Next one up. We also have a really cool effect. This is a scientific effect that's called the Kohler effect. Remember when I told you that when we have someone that is either brand new to a group, maybe they're, maybe they're underperforming, maybe they're just not engaged, maybe they're not just, you know, they're not meeting the baseline medium of performance levels. When you put someone in a group in movement, and um, I'm also what we call the athletic trainer for the Duke City Gladiators, which is a professional indoor football team. So I actually see this as well. We call these guys the new guys coming in rooks, rookies, right? I've been with them now for about 10 years. And no matter what happens, I provide the strength and conditioning camp and then all their uh, run the the medical team here uh, with our physical therapists and uh, trainers. Um, But what we see is these rooks come in, especially during camp. And you have the seasoned professionals that are here. I mean, they can can go, right? But then you see these rooks that not on their level, but within a period of about two to three weeks, they all come up here and they are They're they're going right. That's the Kohler effect. When you have someone that is underperforming, but then in a group, they begin to come up here. So that individual that can come in with maybe zero to five sit-ups, and the group medium comes up to about twenty. Eventually, that individual will get there because they're putting in that two hundred percent effort. So scientifically, this is the Kohler effect. So this marrying movement, whether it be a walking, a yoga, or something. Again, there is no right or wrong. What it is, is whatever is good for your group, good for you, that you could be sustainable with over time. Okay. Like I say, a walking group is one of the easiest to start. But if you have an individual that hasn't walked in a long while and you have a group that's, you know, walking already two to three miles, that individual is going to have a hard time at the beginning. But eventually they get there because they want to meet at least the medium of the group. That's the Kohler effect. Now, guys. Also, too, one of the biggest reasons that individuals fail in regards to goal achievement is it becomes boring. It, it becomes stagnant. Think about this, guys. Think about, you know, I'm not, I'm not the guy. And I please, there are some really cool badasses out there that can actually get in the zone on a treadmill running, you know, five, you know, five miles a day. You know, that's what they do, right? I'm not that person. I need the dynamics and the energy of a group in order for me to be consistent with my workouts. Now, don't get me wrong. I enjoy putting some, my my books on tape and, you know, heavy lifting on my own. But really, if, if I'm going to really hit it hard and push myself to that next level, I want to have that group atmosphere because I never know what's going to happen. I never know what that instructor is going to put out. I never know what kind of group dynamics there are. I never know if if another really good athlete's gonna be there that's gonna push me to the next level or if I'm gonna be able to help someone. So that's really cool about that group experience and that fresh approach. It really helps with stagnation and boredom with your program. Also guys, the group dynamic is amazing for for, uh, stimulation of the brain and motivation. A lot of individuals lack that motivation, but say, and I keep coming back to a walking group or a group fitness group, nothing that 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 I was born and raised by a very strong Hispanic female that was very, very good at um, giving me, um, uh, what is it called when uh, when, you, when you don't do something? Um, uh, what is it called? Like if someone, you didn't show up, the guilt trip. That's what I was trying to get at, the guilt trip, right? So if you don't show up one day, and that person next to you um, sees that and says, hey, where were you yesterday? That is part of that awesome motivating factor to actually show up because you don't want to disappoint that group either, right? So I, th- some of the great examples are Shred. And we have a, a beautiful individual um, that actually is part of the, the, the wellness team um, for Press. And, and she was taking one of the Shred classes. And uh, she actually, uh, the, her first experience was with me um, she passed out. She she cried. Um, she got really sick, and so she had the trifecta effect in her first class with me, right? Um, but she remembered that, and about four weeks later, um, she's just become a really good, strong person in class, and very motivating and very positive. But a new person came in, and she saw that person go through the same struggles as she did, and as much as I try to give that individualized attention. I saw her look over to this person and say, "Hey, you know what? You can do this. You're all right. We can we can make this work. We can do this, guys." And it was just amazing. That 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 individual just popped up, felt supported, and that's that awesome fresh and group dynamic. So, let's also talk about exactly leading into what I just said. This is the story of Mark This is the individual that was supported. If you look at his bottom knee, and he allowed me to share this with everybody, all right. Um, He, for about ten years, his knee has been giving him just horrific problems, and it had atrophied to a point to where he was just having a problem getting up off of a chair or even walking. He never thought that he could jump again. He never thought that he can jog again. He never thought he just he he was giving up. He was giving up. and this was the individual that came in. And the first day he was just hurting and crying. And he, he was wanting to quit. And this is when that lady, Adriana, looked over and said, Hey, buddy, I was here. I kept showing up. And um, look at me now. Today, Mark can run, can jump, he can bend his knee to full, you know, to the full effect. And it was because of the individual that was in the group that said, hey, I'm here. I'm, I, I went through that struggle. I'm there. This is the reason why some of that group dynamic, that group connection can be very beneficial for an individual that is going through a hard time. That Kohler effect, right? Um, so this is one of the beautiful things about uh, finding support, the support network, especially think about this. Think about you're having a, a really shitty day, right? And you have your lunch group, okay? You know, in today's In today's world, we're sitting at our desk now, right? Our boss is saying that the deadline has moved up. We're seeing uh, layoffs. We're seeing, you know, budget cuts. We're seeing, we're getting these stresses all day long. We're not moving at all. So you're releasing all of these stress hormones right here, and you're all by yourself. Think about what's going on in your body chemically, physiologically. We have this thing called fight or flight, right? And we are social creatures, but if we're not fighting or fighting, all we're doing is just releasing these chemicals. We're not, we're not burning them off. We're not allowing our body to pull these in. But if we have like a movement group that is available, say at one o'clock, you know, half of your day or at the end of your day, or even before your day to get your mind right, think about your ability to actually commune, talk about things, de-stress, use movement in order to release endorphin in order to actually allow for cortisol, your stress hormones, to be burned off. These are the physiological, scientific proven methods to help with and to combat the stresses of life. And these support networks can be really strong and built, especially when you're sweating together. So that's part of it. Also, guys, my father told me, tell me who you're with and I'll tell you who you are. If there are individuals that will dedicate time to consistently move to better themselves and you are meeting them together, think about that group dynamic. If you're going to fly with eagles, if you're going to be an eagle, fly with eagles, right? So part of this is, is and part of the motivating factor is the accountability. If somebody is waiting for you at 5 a.m., um, for working out somewhere, whether it be Zoom, whether it be at a gym, whether it be at a park or whatever, whatever time frame it is, the likelihood of you showing up is probably gonna increase probably about a hundredfold. But if you hear that alarm at 4 a.m. and you're just trying to get to the gym at 5 a.m. yourself, the likelihood is gonna be pretty rough, right? Now, I'll be the first one to say that I'm the last one anybody needs for their physical fitness. But the biggest part what I provide is accountability. if if you're going to show up, you're going to show, you better show up, right? Or I'm going to be giving you a call, those nasty grams. That's the thing that you don't want. So that's part of the big deal about having a a group mentality using movement and having the social connection is accountability. Also guys, um, what's really cool, a really cool little bit of science. There's a thing, there's a peptide. And again, you have to, contract your muscles for about 15 to 20 minutes. So if you're adding resistance training, um, meaning, you know, bicep curls or squats, you could use your body weight. So instead of just walking, but actually using resistance, um, adding a little bit of weight and body exercises, when you contract your muscles for a sustained period of about 15 minutes or more, you release a peptide and it's tokened as the hope molecule. And it actually is accentuated when you're doing it in a group uh, deal. So I told you earlier about dopamine, which is the love drug, right? And it's the connective aspect, but this is different than dopamine. This is a peptide. And what it does is this peptide goes into the brain and recalibrates the brain and provides you the feeling of hope. Literally, you can actually do resistance exercises. And at the end, whether it be dopamine or serotonin, but you could actually feel more hopeful in the world, right? So isn't that kind of cool? I thought that was really neat, but that's part of this whole accountability and part of the great feelings that are released when you are in a group as a social creature using movement. Now, guys, um, when we talk about motivation, there's encouragement external and internal, but really when those who sweat together, stay together. Truly. Now, listen, uh, when you are together as a group, right? And you're in a meeting room, right? You're going to have the boss on one end. You're going to have the presenter. You're going to have the controller. You're going to have this boss and that boss. Everybody's in their different levels, right? Everybody's in their, you know, all yield to depends on what structure you have. Now, if you get together and you're moving and you have an instructor like me, or you're doing YouTube, nobody's the boss, right? Nobody's the boss. So that means that you all have, you're equal, you're equal. So all of you are suffering together through that workout, right? Or whether, whatever it be that you're doing, this is the great equalizer and it actually helps with encouragement and motivation. So we're holding each other accountable, but we're crying together, we're sweating together, but we're all equal. This is a big, big aspect. And this was one of the coolest aspects when we did that big project with that uh, 300-person organization. One of the secondary and tertiary benefits is that people felt more connected because they weren't boss and employee anymore. They were all equal. The janitor was working out with the CEO. The the frontline was working out with the supervisor. And it was just everybody was together. And this is the coolest aspect of actual encouragement and external motivation because now you're coming together as a group, you're all equal, and you're actually you're, 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 you're communicating together, you're connecting outside of the normal levels of business. Now, guys, in final, in final, I want to kind of circle all the way around to you know the smile and talked a little bit about the science behind a smile and when like I, I when when you're sweating together and you're making fun of each other and you're encouraging each other and you're poking fun and you know you're just struggling think about how many smiles that you are giving right also guys when you sweat the physiological effects of sweating and increased heart rate yes you will get some better cardiovascular health yes you will get some good lung health yes you will increase muscularity and the daily activities become easier. The center of gravity becomes easier to do sit-ups, get up and down, balance, yes. But ultimately, it's about feeling good. And the endorphin that's are released, dopamine. A huge amount of dopamine is released when a female bears a child. And the reason that that is, is dopamine is the connective chemical in the brain. So immediately when that dopamine releases, That female sees uh, that baby. It is also included in males as well if they're in the birthing room. And that is the connective area that occurs. So think about being in a room where you're sweating and you're, 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 you're moving and you're naturally releasing dopamine. There is a science that people in that room will connect at a different level than they would just without movement. Also team, when you are moving like this, You de-stress yourself because there's an uptick of cortisol, meaning the, the, the stress hormone is absorbed and used, right? So it's not free floating. And then two guys, serotonin. That's your relaxation. That means that you feel good. So that glow, we called it yoga stoned at the end of yoga because there's just a glow, right? Also team, that hope molecule. After you work out together, you have a sense of hope. That means that when you go back to your organizations, whatever stresses that are happening and whatever uh, obstacles that you have to overcome, there's a sense that we could do this. We could do this together as a team. Now, team, the last thing, the, the last thing I want to let you all know about this, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a broken record, there's not a one-size-fits-all for anyone, and there's not a one-size-fits-all for your organization, and there may be pockets of which that may, this may get started. And you may not even wanna do this, that's perfectly fine too. But if you, this has ignited a, a little bit of a flame in there to think, well, maybe we should at least try, right? And at the end, what you wanna do is to create an atmosphere and an experience that is good for the group that you have, and it could be consistent over time and done well. And that's really the entire aspect of this, this um presentation today. All right. In in ending, guys, I'd love to actually end with this Arabian proverb. He who has health has hope. He who has hope has everything. So um I love this saying because it, it brings everything together with a smile and allowing uh the good feelings. So again, my name is CJ. Um, if you would like, this is you can ask. You click on that little guy right there. Um, and I, I actually offer a podcast two times a week where I cover a lot of this cool stuff. Um, my main deal is, you know, weight loss and corporate wellness and stuff. But I'd love for you, I am a resource. That's a, the Solutions Group with Presbyterian. I am a resource. So if you need to reach out to me, if you have questions you want to go back and forth with, I am always available to answer any of your questions. All right. Um, also, guys, we do ask um, that this group does wish for you to take a little bit of a survey um, in talking about my presentation today, if it was relevant, if I presented well, all that good stuff. So before you fill this out, make sure you smile a lot. All right, guys? Cool beans? Um, I am available now for any kind of questions. And I also believe our moderator um, will need to uh, be able to send uh, your uh, Uh, would like to, uh, I think you guys get some credits or something like that she had talked about. So um, if you guys would like to stay on just for a moment, she'll come back on here as well. But I am open for any kind of questions that you may have. And thank you guys again. Thank you guys for joining. I really do appreciate that. And I hope it was relevant. I hope it sparked some really cool interest in movement. This is my passion. Um, And I celebrate you for actually taking the time and learning today. All right.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. Yes. I will share the PowerPoint for you guys to get 200 wellness points. Um, and I will let CJ kind of look in the chat while I am sharing my screen for that.
0: Absolutely. Um, okay. So um, this is going on. Yeah. Oop. Are
1: you guys able to see my screen for the points? Hope so. CJ, if you could let me know if they can see it.
0: I... I, I... Think they can, it if can you be a doing... voucher code? Okay. It's like it,
1: yeah. Perfect. I'm getting yes. Okay, perfect. Um, and CJ, we do have a question. Can low impact walking help?
0: Absolutely. So, yeah. um, it just depends on what level of fitness that you're at. Um, so uh, it's it's very a, a different experience for an individual who hasn't moved in a while is very different than someone who has. So it just depends on you. What I would suggest is sitting here and really YouTubing or just getting your base heart rate. So if you're calm, just take your pulse somewhere on here. That's your base heart rate, right? So if you can actually just do low impact walking to get that up about 20%, which is not a lot guys, which is not a lot. Um it could, it could really have a great effect on you. So don't, don't ever think that you have to be, um, that high intensity, you know, CrossFit craziness. No, not at all. Um, it could just be, it could actually even be somewhat of even a, I've seen some stretch labs that are pretty intense, right. That gets your heart rate up, that actually offers movement. That'll help, um, you know, start off at your level and then start building from there. Right. So I think, um, let me see here real quick. Um, may I ask um, Ms. Maureen, which QR code were you wanting um, if you wouldn't mind? Let's see here, Maureen, how does the 200 voucher, could you send us? Web link to enter the points. Okay.
1: Yeah. So the voucher is for um, wellness at work. So it is through my press and then through your wellness at work. Um, if you guys do have any questions, you can email wellness at phs.org. And we will help you out.
0: Awesome. I think, uh, I think that was about it. Was that about it? Miss Marie? Yeah, that
1: that's you- all I'm mean. seeing. I haven't seen any new questions come through. QR
0: oh, sure. code for the survey. Okay. Um, can I can I put that up again? Um, Absolutely. I, uh, okay. So uh, share screen. Let's look at here. I'm just going to use this screen. All right. That's the that's the the question. One is that all right, uh, Miss Marine? Is that what you got? Did we get it right? Okay. Perfect. Awesome. Does anybody else need that? Awesome. Hey Maureen, thank you for the kind compliments. I appreciate it. thank you all for the kind compliments. Um, I hope you guys, you know, from from my heart to yours, I, I hope you guys start strong, stay strong. And again, thank you. And thank you guys for joining me today. All right.